Welcome to episode 211, Cigar Hustler Podcast. Yeah. The post-TPE edition. Post-TPE. Post, as in after. As we've lived it. Well, you know. You've lived terribly, it. Terribly exciting. It was terribly exciting. It was a good time. You too can become part of our podcast family and invest in our show. Put your products in front of thousands, Michael. Thousands, really going. Thousands of listeners of yours. Every episode, we're heard on 13 different podcast providers all around the world. Remember, uh, listen, you have your ad read in this spot right here, right here, right here. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, Contact me, Mike at MikeAndMikeProductions.com. This is probably the thing I say the most in my life now. You probably wake up in the middle of the night. You too. You too can be part of it. Please remember, remember, please, please remember, remember, please to rate, comment, and subscribe to whichever one of our providers you use. Yeah. And, and if you hit the bell, you get notifications yeah. every time we put up. I a mean, video. if you follow us on on like Podbean or Spotify or well, we're on all those or all those all those other ones, go to YouTube and do that one too for me, please. Just come on. Just, just come go on, watch the YouTube. The I want to see the YouTube. He's got a thing about YouTube. Oh, this is upside down. I got a, I got a thing about the YouTube. We're gonna do the, uh, oh yes, the LBD. We're doing the LBD cigar now. The, the little, little big, big delicious. Dick. Oh, the little big oh, delicious. A little big dick. He's the wheeze. I thought it was like my my alter uh, enemy from room room one from, from BD, we gotta have from BDP. We gotta have Abe call in next week or something. Oh, to promote the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure we could set that up. Yeah, we'd love have to him do call. that. We could give uh, we'll give Abe a call. Yeah, have him plug his his event. We will be at the uh, the Great Smoke. We will be. And apparently now we are not coming alone. We are not. <laughs> we are bringing we are the bang. We're bringing the bang. We're, yes, we're officially uh, chauffeurs. <laughs> we are the Uber driver. I don't know how I'm going to SBD this thing, whatever you call it. Do we have anything that size? I have no fucking idea. What that is, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, can we call him during the Patreon and talk to him about it? Maybe. We'll see. Oh, let's see. Know. Try to do a little something extra for those, those fellas. Okay, let's talk about your uh, your your, your accessories for the airplane ride. Okay, you you talk about is that? that where you want to go? Uh, let's start there. Unless you, oh, well, do you want to tell your your story first? No, no, no. About the man, for, the, no, the, the, the several, the, several, several. Uh, I will tell you this: that um, you know, I didn't pack my CPAP because I haven't been able yes. to breathe through my nose. Right. So uh, I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable when I was traveling. Well, the eye massage thing sort of took me yes. took me by surprise. The to tell eye you the massage truth. thing. And the fact you said, oh, have you ever tried it? This is great. And then, then, then let me try it. I had to use it. It went back in your bag. It did. You used it more for the ride home than the ride there. No. Yeah, yeah. The ride there, you didn't use it much because you quickly switched to the black one. The black comfort eye uh, mask. All right. So here's it runs for about 15 minutes. Oh. Okay. And then it turns off. Oh, okay. But is when, it a charge thing? Yeah, it's got three. It usually it lasts about three goes. Okay. Before you need to recharge. Right. So the first time I had used it, yes. I was still awake. So then I switched out of it oh. and used and went to the standard. Standard black sleepy mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The second time on the way home. Yes. I was dead to the world. Oh, yeah. You had the, uh, let's see, we, you had the mask on. I do. I had the, the regular mask. Because yes. you had to wear a mask on a plane. Uh-huh. You yeah, had the hoodie. Ridiculous. You had the hoodie because I'm guessing you were cold. Uh, no, it's it wasn't so much that I was cold. It's just, um, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to put it in my bag? Like, the where, hoodie? Well, you yeah. can just flip the hood down. Where am I going to carry? Like, I like to kind of encase and just go away. Yes. I mean, you could even see you. Yes. That's what I'm right, aiming for. Right. That's exactly what right. I'm aiming for. Hoodie this, up. I just want you to know the, the same thing happens at the gym. I encase the oh, majority the, of the uh, workout. massaging eye thing, the face mask, the head pillow that connects to the to airplane the, yes, chair. To, yes. So you can lean and, the and, hood, and, and not, the hood up. So you could not see anything. The, the other guests were having a ball when I'm just... In front of your face and poking at you. and Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they were. Quite but I can tell you show. that I put my mask down and I cheated against FAA regulations because yeah, no yeah, one could you had, see. You had your nose exposed. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's lovely. Right. Uh, on the way back, uh, it was pitch black on that flight on the way home because it was the red eye. It was all night long. Yeah. So whoever was doing the drinks, it was an Asian lady by the accent. You know, she said, would you would you like to drink? So I got the drink. I got, <laughs> I think I got a soda. But then she said, would the snack you would like the snack too? So I got the snacks. Then she gives me this. <laughs> This long, dark chocolate wafer cookie thing. Oh. And uh, it was some like cartoon packaging. We couldn't see because it was black, but she was, and she goes, you're the only one to get one. We only have one on plane. 
Wow. I was like, oh, well, thank Limited you Limited edition. It was delicious, too. It yeah. was the best thing I had to eat all weekend. So where's, really? Yeah, it was good. It was uh, about the size of a candy bar. And the, How could that have been the best the thing that you had even, the entire The cookies time. were not even attached, but they were five little dark chocolate wafer cookie things. <laughs> And it was amazing. He's like, I know who I'm going to give these to. Oh, I know who I give these to. He's very, very nice. I give to him. I'm going to give these to Mr. Paul. To the white hair man. We like white hair in China. <laughs> so. That was the best tasting food, not the best eating experience. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, what do you want to. So, okay. So, I'm, I'm multiple accessories when I, multiple, when I travel. Your bag has to be all full of flying accessories. It pretty much was. The noise canceling headphones, the regular headphones, the ear pods, the eye mask, the vibrating ear mask, the sunglasses. I mean, I don't know what else. You had two masks, but you lost a mask. I did lose a mask somewhere. Yes. I oh, know. I washed mine. It's all clean now. Oh, it's, the yellow's gone? It, the yellow is gone. Except where my nose would be. Yeah. So, I'm guessing that's never coming off. But then Adrian goes. That's what you breathe in at that shop all day long. Your lungs have to look like that. There's no way. Like, I don't know. That that hangs in the shop 24 hours a day, you seven know, days a week. You know what, A.D. King Palmer, you're not a fucking doctor. <laughs> hey, you know? Don't swear at my wife. You're not a doctor. Thank you. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, when you travel, Mikey, food is the, the main thing that you I like that you have all of this built out. I have out. notes. I have this notes is fantastic. Yes. yes, you have notes. You have notes. So, uh, standard visit for us when we go to Vegas is the uh, the sushi place. Sakana Sushi. Sakana Sushi, where you go, oh, look at who come in. It's yeah. all Asians, and, apparently. And Every, all their interaction with serving people were Asians. And, and Jack Toronto was trying to shit on my sushi Oh, pick. he's, he's like, back again. We need more salmon. Jack Toronto's like, oh, you can eat sushi is bullshit. I'm like, dude, don't even fucking, I don't go to your he's job a- knock the dicks out of your mouth, pal. <laughs> Stay the fuck out of my lane. He doesn't know. He doesn't know, but he's gonna give my his opinion about right. it. Right. It's a lovely little place. It's fucking amazing. It's packed. I mean, it's always packed. Yes. And I so crush an entire school in. of salmon. And I don't know what it is. The water there. The water there is amazing. I don't know what it is. Because man, I was so it's thirsty. Because we're dying. Yeah. We're just dying of thirst when you get there. But Mikey has the second record for the as many <laughs> as many uh, sushis as you can, or whatever they're considering, many uh, salmon's you can consider in one sitting. Consume. The record is 95. I'm sure that somebody eats more than me. Your previous record was 30, but at 30, I goaded you into more because, like, that just is what you'd like. No, I was at 40, and then you gave oh, me a hard time. Right. Yeah, it's like, you're stopping now? I still have some on my plate. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have 40. I was ordering two at a time. You're ordering 12 or 10. I was or getting 10, 10 a pull. Right. Yeah. So he had 50. Yeah, plus the roll. Plus a roll. So 55 pieces of sushi. Only thing, don't get the egg rolls there. They're not really egg rolls. They're spring rolls, but they call them egg rolls. A lot. They're only they're only this big. They're this big. That's about how big it was. But they're hot as hell. I don't know what the fuck they cooked them things in. I like that we we haven't even gotten into the TPE. We're just talking about the food. Talking about the food. Well, the food's yeah. the main main portion of everything. Okay. And then for breakfast, what did we find for breakfast? Oh now? yes, we found the breakfast we place will, to will, end all breakfast yes, places. Yes. But we misordered because we had never been there before. Yeah, we overordered. Overordered. Overordered a little bit. Fine. But so we went to the Omelet House. The Omelet House. Now, this is some in some little dive strip center we found on the yeah. bad side of town. I have, Somebody said like, it was in the bad side of town. That was Lou, was Lou Liga. Lou, Lou Liga. But the fact of the matter is, like, I don't know. I mean, like, was, it's Vegas. There's a lot of bad yeah, parts of town. That's true. You know that's what true. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So as you walk like, into this. Like, the bad right? part of town in Vegas just doesn't strike me as a bad part of town. Oh, you know like, what I well, mean? We would consider a bad part yeah, of town. Yeah, like this yeah. isn't even remotely. It just means there's no casino. Like, you know. Okay, so if you go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Yes. There's there's this barbecue place called Conan's Barbecue. Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, the fucking barbecue. I asked, I asked Boots if you took him there when you guys went to the game. No. He, yeah, he said no. No, we didn't have that no, kind of time. You didn't get the fried chicken. Oh, no, we just did Waffle House. Yeah, you did Waffle House. It was more of a breakfast thing. Ah. So... Conan's barbecue is amazing. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not, it, it's far worse than where we were at for Omelette House. Okay. <laughs> okay. Far worse. Right. And I still felt comfortable there. Oh, oh at uh, Conan? Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, you're a large man. You feel comfortable most That doesn't places. mean shit to, uh, to fucking three people with guns. They don't care how big you are. It doesn't matter. But you feel comfortable. I mean, I felt fine there. Well, they maybe they have like a no gun rule at uh, the Conan Sir, barbecue. No guns here. No guns. Gentlemen, there'll be no guns if you want the fried chicken and the Kool-Aid. The iced tea at Conan's Barbecue gives you diabetes. Oh, as I'm soon sure as it you is. drink it, it's amazing. It's like the birthday cake bang. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent. It's amazing. You're just spinning. I got a little piece. Spinning on my lap. Driving me nuts. I got. I, I got rid of it. I took oh, care good. of that for you. Good. 
So anyway, the omelet house, when you walk in, you have to walk into the strip center and you walk in and there's signs up 45 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a ride. Minutes. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like the thing at Disney world. It's like a theme park. Damn it. Five minutes. And then you still go down around the yeah. corner, down the hall, turn left, down another hall. Yeah. And then you get into room one. You got to speak to a man named Hank. Yes. You get room one. And then when you go into room one, you walk through and they set us in room two. Now there's also room three, room four, room five, and maybe a room six. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Every time you turned another corner on the way out, there was another room. But when we got to this room, there was no one. Nobody. We were the first ones there. There was nobody because it's the middle of the week. Yeah, it was Thursday morning. Yeah. When, yeah, Thursday morning. So she takes us all the way down, all past all past of these empty tables. empty tables. And she goes, here you go, guys. You can sit here. So I said, wait a second. <laughs> what fucking, what made you decide? How is put, this the ha, table? How did we get to this table? <laughs> like, how, just out of curiosity, we passed... She's like, well, do you want to sit somewhere else? I'm like, no, 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 I'm no, fine. It's fine. We're fine here. I'm just curious about the process. How exactly did you determine? For the server, baby. And that's what she pretty much said. That's what she said. I'm like, okay. Very lovely black woman who sat us to the table. And then um, we ordered, and you saw the photo. Omelets were huge. They were gigantic. Now, mine said only comes in large, which I assumed maybe three eggs. There's I, definitely more I than think it eggs. was seven eggs. That's probably, I got yeah. corned beef hash, but it was not corned beef hash. It was just corned beef. Yeah. There was that much hashing of this corned <laughs> beef. Large bites. Yeah. And then we got the potato chips. The deli- I'm eating potato chips with all my breakfasts now. Mm-hmm. They're out of potatoes, so the, bre- the, the homemade potato chips is all they had. And then it was it came with toast. And then I figured, oh, I need bacon. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? I need bacon. Oh, didn't need a bacon. No. Nope. Didn't need a bacon. I got a side of pancakes. Yeah, what you, the got hell a, yeah, you asked him how big are the pancakes, and he, and he holds up his hand like, like this. Like a silver dollar. Yeah, normal like, size pancakes, sir. That was not a normal like, size okay, pancake. I'll take, I'll take two. I'll take two then. Just need a little carb at the end of my, my yeah, meat. Need to bulk up. Right. You know? Because, well, oh, they first, were huge. But, like, I have learned by design that, for well, for one, I worked out that morning. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, so it's good to, I'm a big believer in nutrient timing. I want to have the biggest meal possible post-workout. Right. As well as when it comes to these type of events, you want to have a big breakfast. That way you don't have to worry about lunch right. or any of that other shit. Like you could ride through this, you could ride through a 12 hour process and not be hungry. You're just good. You know, you handle all, everything you got to handle. Right. And that's what, that's what my. Your plan. Yeah. My outlook was. Plan for the night. And that worked out very well. You got hungry. I needed a snack or something. Yeah. It, wasn't, it was a, the smallest thing was a bag of potato chips. I didn't want a bag of potato chips. Okay. I'm not going to do it. So I got, I got a hot dog. And I thought it'd be nice and get you a hot dog as well. Which is very thoughtful. Now, you did not want your hot dog. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. I had a hard time giving that hot dog away. Luckily, Tony Gomez from uh, Espinosa was feeling uh, needed a little something too. Need a little hot dog. So he ate the hot dog. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it did not go to waste. It was just a lovely regular hot dog. But since we're now, I guess since we're addressing all the food, are you going to roll to the tapas next? Well, that would be dinner, yes. The seven bites we got for dinner. The seven (laughs) bites. You know. I knew what tapas was, but I had never been to a tapas restaurant. Yeah. And and the food was good. The food was good. It was delicious. It was delicious. The company was very nice, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what her name was next to me. I have no idea. Me neither. But I couldn't hear her. for. She kept trying to talk, and I go, I'm sorry, what? And then back, and then, but I can hear Groover across the table. No well, problem because at all. Jeff Groover announces himself. Yes, that's yeah. true. Well, for me, you know, um, I think that I just like us going out to dinner. Oh, just us? Yeah. Well, it's a little more low key. We can uh, sort of hit, hit back and forth on the day what happened, what was good, what was yeah. bad. You know? Right. Like, yeah. But, eh. You know? It was good. It was fun with Terrence and shit. And like Terrence, the uh, the people from Executive. Yeah. Uh, Cindy from Island Girl. Jeff Groover and his lovely. Uh, Jenny. Jenny. I don't yeah. know. Girlfriend. Girlfriend, right? Yeah. Not fiance. Girlfriend. I don't know. Probably girlfriend. I think girlfriend. girlfriend. Yes. Uh, the young lady who was with Terrence, we don't know exactly who she was. Or, uh, she, her name was like she, Maria she worked, or something. She, she works, she works, for, them, she works yeah. for them or something. We, so, we have no idea. We have, we have no idea. I don't, yeah. I don't know. She's very sweet, very lovely young lady. You get the details. Um, but I don't know. Like, you know, I had a good time crushing the souls of an entire school of salmon with you. <laughs> yes. That was enjoyable. Well, you know, we can talk you know? or we can not talk. It's not a it's not a forced thing. Right. We could we could sit there in silence or we could make fun of you with all the fish. You know, the other which I enjoy. Yes. And the other difference too, though, is the control factor of like dinner is at eight. Right. And I'm like, are you hungry? Let's go eat. You right. know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. like I don't, if I, well, 
you know, let's let's circle back. Uh, you know, I'd, I I prefer yeah, not hungry yet. Okay, I'll check back in fifteen minutes. Right, I want to go my own way. Right. Yeah. I think next time we decline all fucking. We decline all. Yeah, the, yeah. done. No. no more advertising for free meals. What are you guys we'll doing for? Pay. What are you guys doing for dinner? Uh, we have plans with who? Uh, the the guy over there. None of your business. None of your business. If it's you want to join us, I'll call you ten minutes before we arrive. <laughs> right. You can show up. Mm-hmm. Well, I was yeah. gonna, okay, the light's still red. I really light's hate the Wi-Fi red. up here. I cannot wait till we get downstairs. I hear rumbling at the door. I have to massive, or I have to quickly start the camera because I know it's going to disconnect. But as long as that little red light, as long as it's rolling, as long as it stays. Okay, on. so now that we've discussed the food of the TPE. You want to get into the deets of the whole event? Uh, we have something else we need to do first. Is that why there's something going on? In the door? Oh no 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 no! It's nothing out there. Nothing out there. No no. Okay. Nothing out there. We ha- we have <sighs> son we, of a bitch. We, <laughs> we have a uh, a special uh, special guest. Okay. Type thing. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Turn this back up. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing today? This is Look Will Cooper. I'm coming at you from the Perdomo Cigar Studios here in Indian Trail, North Carolina. <laughs> and oh, uh, really excited tonight. Um, I am not at the Tobacco Plus Expo this year, um, but you know, I've been very fortunate to have some really good friends in the media. And I've asked a few of them to uh, come on and give us a field report from what's going on. And you know, it's very hard to get folks from the media uh, folks, you know, because it, the media folks are truly very busy here. And as we're gonna get into this TPE <laughs> trade show for 2022, oh, um, it certainly is a, uh, it's certainly been busy. And I think it's a very positive kickoff for the industry in 2022. So without further ado, I'm gonna welcome nice. in with Mike and Mike from A Cigar Hustlers Podcast. Really? Hey, Coop, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you including us with all these other uh, people you did the uh, live shows with. It was very nice of you. Mike, say hello to Mr. Coop. Hello, Mr. Coop. So uh, yeah, we're at the TPE. Uh, we're back uh, back now. So this is actually a little late, but yeah, that's okay. You're a very busy man. We understand. So um, uh, what, what did you want to know, Coop? Las Vegas. Um, it has become the cigar capital of the world twice a year. Not to take anyone from Tampa, but uh, there's two times our, our industry gets together in Las Vegas. Um, this year, Tobacco Plus Expo uh, is back at its normal late January time. And uh, it's been two years since I've been to th- that particular show. Oh, two years. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been following everyone's coverage uh, over the past week. Um, and it's been interesting coverage. Um, um, because there's just so many different angles. Um, but let's get right into this trade show. Um, so I'm not going to, I mean, obviously the obvious is this trade show is looking like it's a big success. I mean, I think you don't need to be, I mean, unless you're under a rock, everything we're seeing, we're seeing, I thought it was a little slow at first. Right. But then I was, I was told that people were on the floor with media time on the first day. So it looked, that's why it looked slow, but then obviously it really picked up and it's been, um, it's been a big success. You guys, I know this is your first one that you've had. How is, let me just ask the question is, Compare the vibe at TP 2022 day one versus uh, PCA last year. Uh, well, thank you, Coop. Uh, I, this is my first TP, but Michael has been to uh, several others, uh, I believe. At least. I, I did one two years ago. He did one two. Oh, it might have been the last time Coop was there also. As, uh, like, representing. Right. Uh, we didn't go in under media. Uh, we had uh, a retailer pass. Yes, we did. There was some hang up with the media thing. We didn't. We qualified last year when we didn't go for media, but this year there was something. You need a website or something. I think it was a website or something, yeah, so we, we didn't qualify. But uh, day one, Michael, would you say day one was much busier than day two? As far as people in the booths, it looked like? Day one was definitely busier than day two. Right. 100%. So, but uh, we did run into all the media people. We did. We ran into developing pallets. Uh, we spoke to them. Yeah. Uh, how about those? How about those cigars? How about, how about that, that cigar? cigar? We yep. ran into them everywhere. Talked yep. to them several times. Uh, I, I saw but, Eric Gutters and some. Oh yeah, I did see I him. I did say hello to Eric. Yeah, yeah. He, very, he was he was walking around like crazy yeah. all the time. Ooh. And um, we did talk to uh, David Garofalo. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. We did end up talking to David Garofalo. We introduced ourselves. <laughs> hey, David, how hey, are you? Big and, fans, David. And he's like, hey, how are you guys doing? How are things? You know? And right. he's like, he's talking to us. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy has no fucking <laughs> he has idea no who idea he's idea talking we to. He has <laughs> we, no idea who we, we had a lot of fun doing that. We just yeah. giggling away yeah, when he walked around. <laughs> he was trying to figure out who the fuck those yeah, guys What the hell was that? We're like, that Cigar Hustler. Their yeah. podcast. We're number, number one, one podcast. Number one. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the smoking, smoking tobacco, tobacco smoking. I didn't see them. Uh, I saw them they, twice, they were uh, there, but though. we, we didn't talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were there also. 
Yeah, we th- that was obviously set up, but we weren't included in his uh, live stuff. Right. So I thought we would do one. So maybe next time he would see how well we could do. Oh, so. this is like an interview, uh, like an audition. Audition. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So like an audition. Nice. So maybe next time he would, you know, maybe well, tap I mean, us to yeah. do the same thing. I mean, we we didn't do. We were asked a couple times to do interviews for different people. We don't do interviews at the trade shows. It just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't work with how our format of our show goes. And no, yeah, yeah. So there are so many other people doing that. You yeah. Know? Okay, now at the, uh, the this, this we're done with Mr. Coop now. Thank you, Mr. Coop. We thanks, enjoyed being on your Coop. show. Thank, thank you very Coop. much. Thanks thank you. Thank you. Um, if I remember correctly, at the PCA last year, the big thing was all these people coming in, or was it just the influencers coming in and interrupting? I influencers. Just influencers. There was a big big to do about influencers. Okay. Then I then my comment I was gonna say there's no bearing whatsoever. But I, I think that there's always an argument for media, and they say the me- media takes up too much space and time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can go but, with that. But they still were doing it at this show, too. I think it's more PCA than it is TPE. Yeah, TPE seems a little more laid back. Yeah. A little, a little more relaxed. Yeah, they'll just take the attention wherever they can get it. Right. And, you know, it makes sense. Right, yeah. Um, uh, they did have scheduled. I didn't see anybody who just walked up. I saw some other shows, which I was not familiar with the people. Guys mm-hmm. with cameras and names on their shirts, and I didn't know who any of them were. So, I mean, it's not like they're the number two cigar show to watch in 2022. Who's number one? Cigar Hustler. A podcast. The podcast. A podcast. Yeah, apparently he didn't know who we were, so he must just listen to the show. He doesn't watch the YouTube, I'm guessing. Yeah, he didn't identify our voices right away. Right. So, well, it's we, quite obvious. We didn't, we didn't talk. Who's number one? A Cigar Hustler. The podcast. Right. That one. Yeah. We should have taken it. We should have got the photo. We should have got the photo. We should have got the he photo. Had that. He, he had a handler. A bit, he seemed a bit rushy. He had a handler with him. Yeah. Uh, How are you? Yeah, I think we could have got the. I think we could. Good we to push, see you. Could have got the. Thing. Good to see us. Yeah. You don't even know who the fuck we are. Okay. Uh, now, what was the number one thing um, from the TPE that the you num- that, that you learned or experienced or? <sighs> the number one thing. You know, the question for me when you ask that question, <clears throat> it's like, what do I state on here, and what do I state on the Patreon? It's really kind of. So I'm trying to determine in my mind what I should say here and then what I should reveal oh. as well on the Patreon. So the, you know, the number one thing for me that I would say is that man, I don't want to reveal too much. Um, well, maybe you save yours then. Because I mean mine has a story that I won't divulge the story here, but I thought it was it was funny. It always sticks out. Here's what's really cool about the TPE. The number one thing for me is that you have more time to speak with everybody, right? Yeah. As far as upper tier individuals of specific brands and stuff like that. Okay. Like Sokka's, he's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he didn't see. I mean, he was busy. Right. But, but anytime we walk by, it was a little chit chat right. thing, right? Eric. He's, he's cool to chill. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Eric Espinosa. Oh, we spend a lot of time, as we usually do with them. We spend a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, they're good guys. Together. You know what I mean? They're just, we just feel comfortable with right. them, you know? Uh, you know, that type of thing is cool. Like, Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, Baltimore Ravens, just kind of hanging out of the Placentia uh, just, booth. Yeah, he's just hanging out. Like, and, and fucking down to earth. What a yeah, good guy, nice, you nice, know? Um, that was awesome, you know? Ike Taylor is another guy who's making a cigar. Uh, not so much. Because <laughs> he didn't give you a cigar. Because he told the girl to put it back. I like that. Yeah, I like, uh, right, you know, I appreciate right. that swag. You know, right. um, that's okay. I got one from George. <laughs> His name was Howard. Howard. <laughs> I got one from Howard. Howard George. Very similar names. Howard and George. Practically the same. Practically the same name. You know, and he then was very nice. I liked him, even then, though his taste of shops is a little. Eh. And then we ran into Darren Waller too. Yes. I think I feel you were seeking out Darren Waller once you found out he was there. Once I heard he was on the yeah he was in yes. the building yes because and I'll tell you what not to the point where we're walking around with Darren Waller Darren Waller Darren Waller no but like if but you, know, you were keeping your first eyes of all, open yeah how do you miss that guy right, right. yeah well so, I wouldn't have, I mean I don't know who he is I would have thought more he was a basketball guy than a football guy he's a tight end yeah because he's not very big though he's very tall very tall yeah more of a wide receiver he's, no, he's gonna throw it up and oh he just grabs it on yeah, top of yeah, it yeah like, everybody oh, else fucked you. yeah so yeah I was definitely and he was like twelve. I know. So young. Oh, my God, man. I feel so, so old talking to this guy. Yeah. So I was. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He's looking down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what was cool about, uh, the reason why he was on my radar is because, you know, my son's all about football. Right. You know, and I have to explain to my son who Ed Reed is, and then he'll get excited. Right. 
You know what? I didn't have to explain that to him. Though I thought I would have to explain who oh, he was, but he knew exactly who really? the fuck he was. Oh, that's yeah, very so good. that was pretty impressive. Says Ed's an older gentleman, He's, right? Well, I mean, Jax is eight, right? Right. So, like, that's what I mean, Ed, you know, Ed might not have been playing. Ed Reed is slightly a, before his time, right? Yeah. So, uh, but he knows. He damn well knows who Darren Waller is, right? Well, they're almost the same age. So, what was cool is, you know, I finally saw the guy, and right. like, I don't. I'm not a big fan of. Hey, let me get a picture. Right. But I knew that if I got a picture with this guy, my son would flip the fuck out. He would be excited. Out. So I'm like, hey, you know, hey, do you mind if I take a picture and like send it to my boy? Yada, yada. And he's like, sure, no problem. So I take the picture. Right. Uh, gave, him, gave him a couple cigars, whatever. Said, hey, thanks very much. Oh, I don't. I, yeah. Because I, I didn't take the photo, so. Yeah. Someone else was taking the photo. If somebody's going to spend their time with me for, even if it's for a few seconds or whatever. Right. You know, if they're a celebrity, I just like to show some appreciation. Sure. Like, hey, man, here's some sticks. You know, he's a cigar guy. Maybe which he likes cool. him. Maybe he gets a picture smoking him enough for a football game. I personally don't give a shit either way. I just think yeah, that. Yeah, but it would know, be nice, though. Whatever. I mean, doesn't, you're not asking him to. I understand that. It doesn't really but affect me. you wouldn't be excited if after a big win, you see him sitting back and lighting up a war bear? Of course I would. That's what I mean. So, but, <clears throat> so I send the picture to my son. Yes. And we go and leave. Yes. And uh, as we're leaving, my son FaceTimes me. Right. right. So he's like, I can't believe you got to meet Darren Waller. I'm super jealous, blah, blah, blah. And we're in the car. Right. And I see Darren Waller walking, like he's across the fence, over a fence, walking to- A barbed wire topped fence. Yeah. yeah. Some, right. Just kind of walking in an area where nobody else is. Right. right. So I'm like, hold on one second. So I drive up, I park my car, and I'm like, Darren, sorry, man. Can you, can you just say hi to my son? Can you say hi to my son real quick? He's like, sure, no problem. So, you know, Jax is- did, he, did Jax ask, why is Mr. Waller in prison? No, no. <laughs> the chain link didn't show up no, in the shot? No, because, yeah, we were above it. Uh, well, well, first it, of all, he walks up to yeah, the fence. He walks up, his he head is, is above, above it. it. Right, yeah, without question. Right. So, you know, obviously Jax didn't say much. Mr. Waller, just like, you say hello? He's just kind of in shock and awe, like, hi. Hi. <laughs> hello, you're you Darren Waller. So, you know, just I kind of guided the conversation along for right. a few seconds and whatever, and then said, all right, man, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, Jax went nuts. <clears throat> bouncing off the wall, going crazy. You Calling know. all his friends and yeah, some yeah. family group chat mode thing. Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. Right. Everything. Everything. So, you know, that that's really the the unique dynamic of TPE. Right. At this current juncture, you know, is like the availability of uh, like... Uh, celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Cigar celebrities, whatever they're called. What do you call them? Cigar celebrities? Yeah. Know, cigar yeah. celebrity. No, but Skip had a name for them. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So, and then like other, and then, you know, people that are, that are in the industry that have, uh, that have became, you know, obviously celebrities from other avenues of life. So, right. That's what I mean. Fucking Ed Reed was cool as shit. He was, he's very nice. I don't think he was as recognized as Darren Waller. There's no, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Everybody knew who the fuck Ed Reed is without question. I didn't. He's more well. You're you're totally non football. I didn't know who Darren Waller was either. To I be would. Honest. I could tell you right now. I could tell you right now that if you follow football at all, or if you have for, for at least the past ten years, right? You fucking know who Ed Reed is. Uh, okay. You might not know who Darren Waller is. Maybe because he was uh, he was just hanging out. I mean, when we saw Darren, he was, he was there. Darren was walking around. He right. had some dude with him, which I don't think was actually with him. I think he was just kind of following him around, <laughs> like <think>. stalking him. <laughs> I don't know, stalking him, but made himself his handler. Right. I'll, I'll I'll come with you. Don't worry. Well, he just it. walked with him, and Darren was so polite. He's not going to go, why are you following me? I don't know. That's kind of creepy. Like, dude, you know, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Right. So. At least he um, went holding his hand. Where's Mr. Waller? We're going to walk around. Yeah. So then I also, I you know, so then my son fucking called me when we were sitting in the Placencia booth. I was like, you want to say hi to Ed Reed? And he yeah. goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Ed Reed was, you know, really cool. Like, he saw, you know, both the boys are eight and six, and right. he's like, like they both play football. It's like just remember, keep your hands up, keep your feet going. You know, right. they're like learn to catch the ball. Right, learn he, to he wants to be a quarterback. Still needs to know how to catch the ball. Cornerback or safety? Yeah, oh. not quarterback. Oh, he wants he wants to be quarterback. He wants to be Ed Reed. Is what he wants to be. Oh, uh, be Ed Reed. He yeah. likes shutting people down. That's what uh. you know. Which is really kind of fascinating. You think that as a kid, like the kid always wants to be the QB. Right. Not my son. Oh, son wants to shut bitches down. Gotcha. He wants to score. Yeah. So. Uh, that would be the number one thing for me, TP. Go ahead, you leave, tell me what you uh, I did, found out that Eric Espinosa hates raisin uh, bagels. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like raisin bagels. He's not a fan of raisins. Not a fan of raisins. Like raisin. I don't like raisins, man. That was the number like one thing for you. Yeah, huh? I thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God, that was hilarious. I mean, because that's just so real. I yeah. mean, it's a, we're just sitting there shooting a shit with Eric, and he, all of a sudden he's hungry. He's looking for a bagel, 
And all I got is raisin bagels. He's so pissed off. Because he Man, fucking, I don't like, I I fucking, fucking hate raisins. raisins. I don't like raisins. Tony, yeah, why you buy you know raisins? What? But like you never get. There are a lot of people that sell the dramatics in this industry. There's right. always some kind of fluff. Right. Right. I have never, ever felt that way towards Eric Espinosa. No, no, not at, at all. At a single time. Not at all, no. Not any time I've seen her or seen him talk to right. somebody else. It's like 100% authentic. Right. This is who you are, you know, right. and take, kind of take it or leave it, right? right? So that doesn't surprise me that he's like, I fucking hate her. You know what I mean? And but it was hilarious. The, he's going through the bag. He's pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ate one because that's all that was in there. Right. But we'll explain all that on the other show. Yes, we'll go into details. A little detail. more deets on that. Right. The Patreon. Uh, the Patreon. The Patreon. Uh, I have this one little uh, excerpt from the uh, Half Wheel. Oh, I, I got to talk to Charlie. It's the first time I've spoken to Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, oh, really? Charlie Minato, yeah. I've seen him at other things, but it's always passing. First time I've ever had any interaction with Charlie. Nice. And, and I thought he was going to say, stop using my stories. Yeah. <laughs> no. I almost asked him, can I get him early so I can <laughs> copy and paste? Copy and paste before you publish? That'd be nice. Uh, but this is from, who was the gentleman with him? What was his name again? Patrick? Patrick. Uh, Patrick is the man yes, for yes, half Yes, this is Patrick. He is. Yeah. I was intrigued to see the number of video cameras being toted around and interviews being done on the show floor. While we shoot videos with manufacturers, we also focus on TPE largely from a news perspective and one that heavily incorporates the written word and still photographs. Uh, it seemed that there were a lot of people there looking for content for the YouTube channel, social media feeds, perhaps more so than I've seen at other trade shows. I find it interesting to see how consumers and others interact with those in the industry. And this year's TPE seemed to be a pretty good reminder that there are a decent number of people working to make the connection through their online channels, which I thought was good. Everybody was everybody was taking interviews. Yeah. Everybody was being nice. Mm -hmm. Nobody was stepping on anybody. That's I mean, true. Even we didn't interrupt anybody's interview. No, not at all. No. I, you know, I did kind of poke in on my boy Eric from Black Star Line when he was doing an interview. I slid it, him in SPC. Slid him a, yeah, yeah, under, but you didn't, you were not on the camera. You did, you, go, you could have went behind and went, hey, hey put it in his jacket yeah. pocket. No, I wasn't trying to interject. Slid it up into his hand. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, that was cool to kind of sit and, and, and BS with him a little bit because, you know, I yeah, like what he's were, doing. I like, I like his him cigars. and Cliff a lot. Yeah. They were very nice. You know, they're working hard. They're trying to build a brand. And, you know, it's kind of fun to see that, you know, and to see it kind of done in the way that they're doing it, you right. know, because I think that it's very easy. I think a lot of people get caught up in the A, B, or C, pick the cigar, and it doesn't seem like that's what they're doing. They're really trying to make blends that they like right? and then try and develop them from there and really kind of approach. Cliff so. told me that their biggest problem is people coming up and wanting a deal. Of course. Which is which was everybody's complaint, actually. Come up and go, here's the price. Okay, that's everybody's price. What's my deal? Dude, right. you own one shop in Milwaukee. This is your price, too. Well, what's kind of unique is I can argue either side of that, and I think that a lot of that should be saved for Patreon, but I will tell you this, you know, I don't really think that there's a place for deals. No, I mean, they walk in. I don't in, think that there's a place for deals. They walk in with the show deal. Right. That should be where it ends. I don't even think there should be a show deal. I think that, you know. Well, I don't know if the show deal is actually a price deal or it is since you're at the show, you can buy this. I consider that's that one a thing. show That's deal. one thing. Right. That's a totally Which I think they act. should do. I mean, you should get something for going to the trouble to be there. I don't think you should even fucking do that. You don't think so that either? I don't. Then what's the incentive to go? To meet people. Yeah, but the guy with the average shop doesn't need to meet people. He does, though. He needs to know what's going on in this industry. You can read that on Half Wheel. Not really. Yeah, really? What you read and what you experience are two totally different things. Well, certainly, yes. And the experience that we had there, right? I felt really good about. Well, we primarily go for the experience. I think we're right. the I think we're the unique individuals at the show. Not it's very unique. Yeah, very very unique. We don't we delete that. We don't use anymore. Um, I don't think that's why most people go. And I think that's the problem. Oh, and I think that's the problem. Oh, we said that already. And I think that's the problem. Oh, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of news. What else do you want to talk about? Not a lot of news because it's it's all TPE heavy news. We have very you little know, bit of news. Well, in a, well, a couple of things that you Florida didn't address. Story. Like it was great for me to re to, to to speak to retailers. Well, we were going to have the talk before on what we were going to discuss here and what we were going to yeah. discuss on the other show. So right. since we didn't have that, I just right. had those few things which are just standard 
things. But anyway, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I'm I think, to. you know, like, but like, you know, you're just kind of bullshitting with people and you're just kind of hanging out or whatever. Right. And somebody looks at my shirt and I'm wearing a Postani shirt and he goes, I love that cigar. Right. I go, you do? And he's like, yeah, that's a, that's an amazing cigar. I'm like, well, that's my cigar. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out, really? I'm like, yeah, man. That's, that's my, my favorite cigar. shirt. You know, I was like, you, you know, send the guy. So we email him a price list or whatever right. and we'll follow up later or whatever the case. Like that is what's really kind of, that was awesome for me just to, to see like, I'm not going to fucking hit every state. I'm not going to go out there and pound the sand. And like, I just don't believe in that. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know? Well, you're so, a one or two man operation. You you can't physically right. so, do that. But even if I, you know, but even if there were more people, it's not me. Right. right? Yeah, so yeah. running into people like that, mm-hmm. you know, people that love your cigars, but just that you haven't made that connection yet. That was amazing for me. Right. You know, I wish that uh, that was, I wish I could do that more often, you know? Right. So, that was really cool. That was really fucking cool. Um, what else was really cool? Just meeting everybody and hanging out. Just bullshitting. You know, there's some there's some unique things that are going on. There's some there's some crazy processes that are happening at TPE, and the statements that are being made from some of these people, and it's a little absurd. And history is starting to repeat itself. And I won't go into too far detail on that. I will leave that for the Patreon. Oh, good, because I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of interesting. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting. Interesting. So, so if you're going to be a subscribe member, subscribe for this month, then then turn it off. Then, then turn it off, right. You won't get hit. Well, actually, you only get it for once. Yeah. All right, you ready then? We're going to do the news. All right. And we'll wrap this up. Yeah. From the four corners of the world, all the cigar industry news you could possibly need. The Cigar Hustler Podcast Report with Mike Two. Postania SBC 20 shipping next oh, week. Oh, yeah. That it is might happening. be 2022, but Postania Cigars is finally ready to ship the 2020 release of its limited Surrounded by Champions series. Yes. Are we Are we working on the 2024? Wait, 2020? Oh, it'll be out in 2024. Oh, the 2022 yeah. and 24. Um, maybe we get lucky when we get out in 23. Oh, the Bostani SBC 20 is a 5.5 by 46 Corona Gorda, Mikey's uh-huh. favorite size. Uh-huh. That will begin shipping next week. Like the post, like the previous SBC releases, the SBC 20 is a Barber Pole cigar, this time using Ecuador and Habano as a primary wrapper with Brazilian Matafina as the yeah. accenting wrapper. Mm-hmm. Both the binder and the filler tobaccos are from Nicaragua. As with other Bostani cigars, it's made in Fabrica de las Tobacas Nicosueño. Uh, SBC 20 has an MSRP of $18, like mm-hmm. price increase from last year, or two years ago? Yep. Two years, long time. Long time. Uh, limited just 250 boxes of 20 cigars. It's important to... Ra- oh, this is in your voice. Oh, I never tried to do your that's voice. A, let's see. Cigar good. Good, good. Perfect. It's important to recognize the great accomplishments that require a team to be successful, said the company in a press release. Mm -hmm. Too often we see success only as a face of a single man, surrounded by champions as a cigar that pays homage to the people that made Posanya possible. The main ingredient of greatness is the rest of the team. Chad Atwell and Mike Palmer were specifically mentioned as two people who make the brand possible. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so sweet. Well, you made the press release, Mike. You made that. (laughs) Mike Stepan Cabbage, co-founder of Postania, told Half Wheel that the cigars were rolled in July of 2021. This is the third SBC release following the SBC 16, SBC 18. Um, Stepan Cabbage did not commit to whether there would be an SBC 22 release. Yeah, because I know better. Depends on how long Greg is sober and how much work we can get out of it. (laughs) He's, you know, he's turning it on these days. He is. I don't feel he got as much done today. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. You know, he's wavering a little bit. (laughs) CAO Arcana Firewalker, Arcana, yeah, Arcana, 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 Arcana Firewalker, except for early February release. The CAO Arcana Firewalker, the second of brand's Arcana series, is coming to stores in early February and bringing a historic way of aging tobacco to the modern humidor. Do they find another Indian tribe somewhere? I don't know. Let's read on. <laughs> the Nicaraguan filler undergoes an aging process called Sensagari? Sensagari. Chinchagari? Chinchagari. Chinchin. I don't know. Which General Jim Cigar Jiminy. refers to as a archaic process of primary aging used by local tobacco farmers in western Nicaragua. Okay. That doesn't that just means it's an old way. How, how can you age something differently? You can't. Exactly. What do they turn it the other way? Oh, Instead you know. of laying this way, it lays this way. It's all about the bullshit. 
That's know. true. Uh, let's see. This is a very uh, the Massapeka region where the filler is grown. The tobacco is oh. placed in a large pile called a pilon and then buried deep in volcanic soil. Oh, oh. it's placed in a pilon and then buried in then the volcanic? buried in volcanic oh, soil for two months. That's amazing. Oh, that's what they do. Very unique. So is that hot? Is that hot soil? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it's got to get warm. The company says that those conditions allow the tobacco to ferment naturally, locking in an inherent sweet and aromatic quality. But how does the ammonia leave if it's buried? And are they kind of gritty when you smoke it? It's covered yeah, in dirt. It's very chewy. <laughs> very gritty in this thing. Maybe that's what you're spitting out. Nope. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once the stage is completed, the pilone goes to the factory for a second round of fermentation that lasts nine months. Oh, why they have a baby. Oh, how do we get the dirt out? It's a lot of shaking. The tobacco then gets paired with Ecuadorian Habano Rosado wrapper and Nicaraguan binder and is rolled in a six and a half by 56 Toro Gordo Votola. Mm-hmm. It's made of the American Caribbean cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, with a production limit to 5,000 boxes. Is that a limit, really? 5,000 boxes? That seems like a lot. 5,000 boxes? Yes. That is a lot. Yeah, but it's limited to 5,000. It's limited. Only make the 5,000. Let's say it's limited. Foundation. I feel there could have been more, but they lost some they buried because they weren't paying attention. Maybe. Oh, what if they have a huge map? Oh. Huge map, a lot of X's. <coughs> Who left? Oh, we Three forgot, steps we forgot from the palm tree. We forgot this map. Two steps at the big rock. Dig, dig here. Uh, 20 cigars that will be offered exclusively to the U.S. market. The suggested retail price is eleven ninety nine. with a cigar scheduled to begin shipping during the week of February 1st. Oh, that's next week. So it's 20 count box. 20 count box, eleven ninety nine a box, 5,000 boxes. How many boxes are we taking? We don't buy CAO. Uh, we do sometimes. Oh. 5,000 times 20. Oh, that's the only story I have. Now we got a floor story. 11.99. That sounds... $1.2 million oh. of sales. Wow, I think they would have made more. <laughs> I mean, they really cut it short. <laughs> they really cut it short with the $1.2 million. Wait, that's retail, though? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it got so cold in Florida, iguanas fell from the sky, of Michael. Of course, man. I love it when this happens. This is a great story. Everybody you shouldn't up, be here to begin with, you iguanas. That's, yeah. Everybody up north sends me this story every year when this happens. Yeah. A cold snap oh, in Florida. Iguanas are falling. <laughs> oh, iguanas fall from the sky. You know, it's a, when this releases, it'll be officially be February 1st. I really can't wait for all the February 29th jokes. <laughs> a cold snap in Florida is different than any other place because we don't like it cold here. Right. We put on heavy coats when it's 50 degrees Fahrenheit, 10 degrees Celsius. No blizzard conditions here in the Sunshine State, but we have our issues as well when the thermometer drops. Yes. The National Weber Service. Weber. 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 Weber Service. The grill people. The, oh. The grill people. <laughs> said Sunday, it's going to warm up nicely after the weekend because of the grills. They all turn them on. Right, they turn them on. Yeah, that makes around. sense. Uh, the low temperatures near freezing are quite rare in Florida, but at first glance, the citrus, strawberry, and tomato winter crops suffered no major damage. We had frost in my house. You have frost in your house? I had frost. I had to scrape my wife's windshield with a spatula. Ooh, I used uh, I used a credit card on Mika's. Ah, and she nice. said, she goes, I don't understand this. Can't I just use water? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <coughs> Farmers spray water. Oh, maybe it would have worked. I don't know. <coughs> Farmers spray water into crops to help protect them from the cold. Not on the windshield. No, not on the windshield. Yeah. No, on the fruit. Yeah. As for the iguanas, well, that's another matter. They're invasive species. We don't like them. Yes. Well, we don't really have them up here. No, they don't come as far north. Too cold. Too cold. Too yeah. cold up here. They, they stop at like West Palmy, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're not. They're come to the trees. I love the trees in South Florida. They love the trees. When it gets cold below 40 degrees Fahrenheit, about 4 degrees Celsius, they, for you metric people, they go into a sort of suspended animation mode and they fall out of the trees. Yes. Boop. But they usually wake up when the sun warms them up, so they're fine. They don't. They don't no, it's no big deal. No big deal. Okay. But uh, let's see. It got cold in Florida this weekend. The National Weather Service. Same thing. How many alligators? Nope. They don't fall out of trees. <laughs> but when they freeze, what? Like, no, alligators don't freeze. They're reptiles. Yes, but they regulate their body heat by sitting out in the sun. But what if it's thirty degrees? They still sit in the sun. It's still sun. They just can't move. They're very slow. Then that's the time you want to chase them when you run uh, zigzagging. Oh. Which they do teach in elementary school. They used to when I was a kid. If an alligator oh, chases you, you run zigzag. Alligators can only run fast straight. So you never heard that before? I have. Oh. I just don't know if it's true. It's, it's not an urban legend. They also teach used to teach you to get under a fucking desk when there was a nuclear bomb. Well, I mean, at that point, who cares Duck what you do? and cover. Duck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hit 37 degrees Fahrenheit. The coldest morning in the past 12 years. Up the East Coast in Vero Beach. Recorded low as 30 degrees Fahrenheit. It was 29 here when I woke up. 
Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Very cold. Still, it's not like a whiteout. The Gasparilla Pirate Parade in Tampa, which was which was not held last year because of coronavirus, went off without a hitch Saturday in sunny but chilly weather. Mm. Thousands of people did piratey things, snagged beads from the parade route, and generally ate, uh. drank, and were merry. Oh. Yet the unseasonable cold weather in Florida prompted one church on the Gulf of Mexico side of the state to rethink how it would welcome parishioners and visitors. Uh-huh. St. Michael's, the Archangel on Siesta Key, canceled the two scheduled masses on Sunday because it was too cold. Yes. I think they could have called God. And yeah. Pete turned up. Yeah, they could have reached out. Could have reached out. The church is going through a renovation has been holding mass outdoors, as it did on Saturday afternoon at 49 degrees, because that's acceptable for praying, 49. 49 is okay. 49 is okay. okay. Anything under 49, it's like the iguanas. The people fall out of the fall. Boom. Boom. Uh, with the brisk winds making it feel even colder. Masses have been held under a tent, but Saturday's wind dislodged one of the support posts and rendered the temporary structure unsafe. Could they uh, just put it back in the ground? I shall pull. Call me next time, guys. I'll tell you where to put the pole. Fix that. Uh, but mass could not it's be right held. next to the uh, pilone under the ground. <laughs> yeah, don't don't hit the pilone. Then there's big holes in them. In anticipation of temperatures falling to the mid-20s shortly after sunrise in the Sarasota area. Huh. All right. Now we have a listener week, Michael. We do. Yes. I promise this young lady should be listening a week because last week I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> I'm very sorry. And then she's actually part of a uh, Cigar Hustler podcast fan lineage. Oh. Yes, which oh. I will explain. Okay. But our listener of the week is uh, Sarah Luther. Sarah. Congratulations, Sarah Luther. Congratulations, you are Sarah. listener of the week. She is Ben Rowland's wife. Ah. Yes. Yes. If your name would have been Sarah Rowland. Just saying, I might have figured it out. Would have been able to connect. Might have been connected to that. We met them in Austin. Were you there? No, no. Weaselfest. Yeah, you weren't there. I wasn't. I didn't. Yeah, stayed here. You did. Let my friend Chet go. See, you fucked up. Why? He had a lovely time. You would have had a great time. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure I would have had a lovely time. I will be there this year if they hold a. Oh, I I haven't heard anything of the Weaselfest. Um, I asked uh, um, um, Baby Grande. Yeah. And uh, he said Skip is maybe talking about something considerably smaller. Okay. Because it was quite the undertaking to pull something like that off. Okay. And the juice was not worth the squeeze. The juice was not worth the squeeze. Which, you know, that's my phrase. You use that at the TPE. Did I say that? Yes. I did? Yes, I was very excited. It's your saying? Yes. Mm. I mean, it's from a movie. I thought so. Yes, yes. But I used it the first time, and you looked at me. Actually, I think I might have been on the show. And you looked at me funny, and I explained which movie it was from. And I'm honored now that you... Whiskey Business? No. What's the, what's the show? No, The Girl Next Door. Oh, I've never... I don't think I've seen that. Oh. Well, then you obviously did get it from me. Okay. Nice. The guy, the older guy is explaining to the younger guy that you have to make sure the juice is worth the squeeze when he's talking about right. dating a porn star. Ah. Uh, I feel like it's in, been in other shows as well. Nope. That's it. Okay. I Googled it once. I don't, we don't fact check. We don't fact check anything either. No. Uh, something else. Uh, oh, uh, no, I said that. And I said, okay, that's all I got. Tell you what, I got eight hours of sleep last night. Whew, it was amazing. Um, okay, s- Saturday we went in, uh, had to pick up dad. Yeah. Took him home. Mm. We started going through some of his stuff. And some of the things I found, got, I got very emotional. I'm sure. And yeah, so I was, uh, terrible mood the rest of the day. Or, 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 well, I mean the next day, Sunday. Uh, so Adrian sort of left me alone. So I stayed in the garage. I smoked and watched TV. I'd come inside a moment. Every time I stopped moving, I would fall asleep. Yeah, the weirdest thing. In a garage watching TV, fall asleep. Dead. Yeah, come inside. Come inside. Sit down with her. Whatever she's doing, fall asleep. When we went to bed last night, wide awake. Couldn't go to sleep. You know what's so funny is, oh, it's the worst thing. Something very similar happened to me on Saturday. I was exhausted, but you know, like, and I took a little nap, right, and then. I took the boys to like uh, one of the coach that coaches with me. Right. He did like a little Christmas tree burn at his in his land or whatever. It goes very fast. Yeah. So we were hanging out there. We were hanging, All right. Where everybody? <laughs> well, they, they had a bunch. Oh, okay. So we were hanging out there for a few hours, and then I w- we went home. Right. And we started to watch Yellowstone. Right. And we were on episode four of season two. Okay. We finished the season. Oh. So the, you're talking like from like nine o'clock on to like about four o'clock in the morning. I was wide fucking awake oh. with no problem. Blasted through it. Yeah. And then I died the next day. I was just fucking. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was dead, dead yesterday. So. I mean, at one point I, she was on the couch. I came in laid on the couch for a second. I woke up with a blanket over me uh, two hours later. Yeah. Nobody else in the room. 
I mean, the way that we did this, the, the strategic placement of Wednesday, Thursday, fly out, red light, red, red light, red eye. Red eye, yeah. It's good as far as time efficiency. Right. But my God. Oh, it kills you for the next three days. My God. Did we pay a price? Yeah. I'm glad I was home. Right. Because I still got to coach the game. Right. Which is very weird because, like, offensively, it's like two plays, touchdown. Right. And defensively, it's at least three plays right. for the stop. And I'm the defensive coach. Right. So I'm like, God damn, I'm on this field a lot. <laughs> I'm on this field a lot more than you guys. Oh. So, but, yeah, I'm glad I made it, you know. All right, that's it. Uh, episode 211, Cigar Hustler Podcast. Yes, let's review you, this LBD. You have nothing to smoke. Because it's done. It's done. It's, not, it's not a very big cigar. But I have no problem giving you my two cents on this on the Patreon. All right, guys, we're going to go. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, that's our TPE coverage, Mr. Coop. Uh, maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah, maybe you'll give us a yeah, tap. The media coverage. Media coverage. So when we were sitting there with Terrence... All the live shows were back behind that fish tank that was empty. Oh, really? Because I've looked at a couple of them, obviously one of uh, them for that. Now, uh, Nicole and whatever her husband, fiance's name is, I don't remember his name. They were in their Matt, room. Matthew Tobacco? I think it is Matt, yeah. yeah. They were in their room because it's very echoey, so you can hear them. They're in their room. Uh, the other guys, all back behind the oh, wall there. We should have just hopped. To I know. I saw the, how about that cigar guy's doing something, yeah. but. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's live. Yeah, hey, we are. We, we are. could have popped down on either side of him and go, hey. Yeah, and then jump to another one. Hey, we're just, we're just covering it. <laughs> we're just covering the coverage, all sorts of coverage hey, here. we're guests. Yeah. So next year. Uh, developing palettes, guys, we're both extra large for the shirts when you yeah. get them. XL. XLs, two XLs. Let's do this. We will wear them on the show. We will as far as how about that cigar, guys? We'll wear your shirts on our show, too. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, how guys, about that cigar? Yeah, well, we'll just say that as many times as we can. How about that cigar? You know what? We're developing our palettes, but how about that cigar? Yeah, exactly. All about the cross promotion, gentlemen. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. A Cigar Hustlers podcast, its owners and its sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Mike Stepankevich, with any feedback or suggestions that you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes. Hi, I'm doing, I'm Husto Raw. <laughs> yeah, we just don't have to do a single uh, single podcast ever again. Perfect. Ever. I'm good, Mike and Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> the Hojo de... Ma- Hojo! It's the Hojo! <laughs> the moderator. You didn't even let him fuck it up all the way. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get past Hojo. I, I don't even have to try to hit He's the record. Gonna try. We're gonna, we're gonna cover a lot of ground here, Mike. All right. Try to keep up. That's a sign of a good podcast. Maybe you know? like <laughs> four cigars when I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. End this. Mike, 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 Mike squared. Mike squared.